Hey, girl. Our guest today is Ellie Hope Collins. She's a podcaster, ministry leader, and a hope bringer. After experiencing a devastating divorce after the discovery of an affair, Ellie took active steps to reclaim everything that reminded her of her divorce. By doing so, Ellie began to see God's amazing hand of healing and hope began to grow. Ellie is now the founder of Hope Reclaimed and is passionate about encouraging men and women to see the healing power of Jesus in the disappointments and the heartbreaks of life. Come along with us today as we talk about tangible steps to take to get you past the cringing pain you feel every time you walk by that place or think about that memory. Using these reclaiming steps and staying grounded in the word will help you on your journey to reclaiming hope. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle every area of life. Career, faith, motherhood, loss, fitness, fashion, health, and more. Girl, we're going to meet you right where you're at, right where you need it. Keeping you one step ahead of the devil, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Come on, girl, let's get it. Hi, Ellie. I'm so glad to have you on Faith Inspired Podcast. Oh, it is a pleasure to be here, Erica. Just to clue the listeners in, Ellie and I have actually never met before, but I will call you one of my dear friends. It's so funny. You've been such a blessing for me, especially during this COVID time and and launching Faith and Gather and the Faith Inspired Podcast. And it's just amazing how God can work through technology and through connections to um, connect you to people that you may have never um, met before that can just um, build you up. I'm just so excited to have you. It's just so cool that the Lord knows exactly what we need, and He knew that we needed each other for encouragement and for support in this time because it was definitely mutual in this yes. time of, of I mean, yeah, just the last couple, the last couple of months, the Lord's been doing so much in both of us, and it's just, it's awesome. I'm just really excited for you and for Faith and Gather, but this podcast is so exciting, and so it's a it's a huge joy to be here. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. So tell our listeners a little about you, you know, who you are, what you do. Um, who is Ellie Collins? I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. I live with my husband, Austin, and I have a ministry called Hope Reclaimed, which is a ministry giving support and encouragement to men and women who are healing from heartbreak, whether that be divorce, betrayal, loss, trauma. Um, I just really believe in the power of Jesus to bring full healing and redemption to every area of our life, um, physical, emotional, um, spiritual, and, and those heart hurts are completely redeemable by the Lord. God is so able to step into those painful areas of our hearts and bring healing and true redemption where we don't have to be hurting anymore um, after those things. So I'm so grateful to God for how he has led me through some really, really painful things, which I'm sure we'll talk about. I'm really excited to be here on this side to be giving support and encouragement to those people that are still sitting in their pain to say there is 
more. God is a healer. He is a redeemer. And he is so faithful to, um, to bring that healing and redemption to, to us. And sometimes he's inviting us to step in and receive that for ourselves. And, um, and so I'm, I'm just excited for, for how he's done that for me and seeing that in other people through my ministry is like the coolest thing ever. It really is. Mm, you can just feel your passion for that, Ellie. You really can. And I'm um, sitting on this side, um, you know, our listeners most likely don't know you, but um, I've gotten to know your heart and just Ellie, Ellie has the the biggest heart ever. And she really does have a passion for helping others to get through that pain and, and face that head on, but um, with God's word and, and his good grace and his hope. So you had alluded to this, but your passion really comes from um, an experience that you had. Um, cause so could you walk through, you know, your own experience with your marriage and what really led you to hope reclaimed? Absolutely. Yeah. And by, by sharing this with your listeners, um, I, I hope that my story doesn't confuse your own pain. Um, everyone's story is, is different. Everyone's experience is different. And my story, um, entails divorce and betrayal and, um, but, but I share it to, to share the goodness of the Lord. And so that's, that's always, that's always why I do it. Um, but yes, I was married to, um, a man that I loved so much. Um, and we were married for about five and a half years until I discovered his, um, long-term affair that, um, I, I discovered actually began before we were married and I was so caught off guard by this, um, so broken, so devastated by the reality of, um, my life was nothing like I thought it was. Um, we were doing ministry together. We were, we had the white picket fence, like quite literally we had a white picket fence and, um, and I was just so shocked by, um, by this discovery. And, um, I grew up in the church and what I know about God is that he is a redeemer, that he's a healer. Like I said, all those things because he is, but at that time, I believed that this meant that God was going to restore and heal my marriage. And, um, so I, I reached out to him for, for healing. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to read these books. We're going to do these things. We're going to go to this conference. We're going to talk to this person. And, um, and God's going to heal our marriage and then it's going to be better than it ever was. And, um, as we all know (laughs) through marriage, it takes two willing parties and that is not what my ex-husband chose. And, um, I ended up taking the step, the very painful step of hiring an attorney and filing for divorce, which was never something that I imagined for myself. I was this good Christian girl who, you know, had my purity ring, gave it to him at our, on our wedding night. And, and so the, the shame of this word was just so overpowering. And I moved out of my home with him, with the white picket fence, with my dog. And I lived in my parents' basement and I was, I was 26 years old going through this divorce. And I was like, how on earth is this my life? How, how is this the reality of what, you know, of where I am right now? God, what the heck? And as I was sitting in this pain and, and feeling all of this, um, shame and betrayal and, um, all of it. I mean, anybody who's gone through heartbreak doesn't have to be just a divorce, but, um, if it's a bad breakup, um, if it's the loss of a spouse, there is something about divorce where, where, 
a miracle happens in a marriage, right? A miracle takes place where two hearts are united as one and two bodies become one. And, and I mean, God says this, what, what, you know, that, that you're, you're united in your souls, um, or you're united in your spirit. And then it takes that time to work it out in your soul. That's what sanctification, sanctification is all about, right? We, we need to keep working on our marriage to stay in unity with each other in our souls. Um, but when divorce takes place, it's a tearing apart and it is, it's so painful where your heart feels like it's in two because it is, um, because, because you were meant to be with this person forever. And then all of a sudden that person is walking around in the world and not united with you. And, um, and I, I believed that this was something that made me bad, <laughs> that made me, um, wrong. And that, um, there was something a part of me that was, that was causing this, that caused his infidelity as well. Um, but as I was just facing all this pain and, um, and this hurt, I would drive around the twin cities where I live. I'm like, I said, live in St. Paul. And when you're with somebody for as long as, as long as I was, you pass restaurants and, and you pass parks and just places that you have memories together. Um, you, you go to coffee shops together and you go on walks and you listen to music. And there were so many physical places and movies and music that all reminded me of my marriage that now felt so broken. And I would think, I can never go back there again. I can never listen to that song again. I can't, um, I can't do that because, because of the pain that I was going through. And I just, I just start started to avoid everything and anything that reminded me of my marriage. And the list of these places just grew and grew. <laughs> and I was everywhere I was going, I was reminded. Um, and and I just, I just started living in fear. I started living in avoidance and I would drive the long way around because I didn't want to pass that place that brought that trigger. Um, and the Lord revealed to me at one point that in, in, in the gentle way that he does, because he is so gentle in his correction and in his conviction, he just said that I was living in fear and I was living in avoidance and, and that I didn't have to, I didn't have to do that anymore. And so, uh, I felt the permission to go back to every place that reminded me of my marriage. And I made a list of all of those places. So I, I'm a, I'm a list person. I'm an Excel spreadsheet kind of gal. So <laughs> I made that spreadsheet of all the places and it, yes, it was color coded and all of that. Um, and one by one, I went back to those places with my, with friends and with family. And I, I started reclaiming them, um, talking about the pain, talking about the memories that I had with him, because the love that you share in a marriage is real. The love that you exchange with one another. Um, no, it was not completely truthful on his end, but it was real for me. And so to be able to share that experience with somebody else, I was, I was acknowledging the pain. I was stepping into it and I was saying, I'm not going to let this hold me back. And I'm not going to live in the fear and the pain of this anymore. Um, so, so this, this process of reclaiming, as I call it, was 
such a powerful step for me to be able to say, God wants to heal and redeem every aspect of our life, including the restaurant that that reminds us of what we've gone through. He wants to heal even that song, the pain that's associated with the song that we danced to at our wedding. Um, nothing is beyond his redemptive power. I mean, I want to say too, I was so, so, so not perfect in this process. Um, in, in my healing journey, I was not at all. Um, I, I ended up getting into a relationship way too early. That was a rebound relationship to try to fill the void of feeling inadequate, feeling like I wasn't enough and that I wasn't pretty enough and that I wasn't enough. And the Lord healed that too. He, he said, I've, he's, he's, he told me that he's reclaimed me from the pain of that, that even the um, even the sin that I committed in that, nothing is beyond his healing and redemptive power. And um, I'm just so grateful to to him for how he's how he's completely stepped into my life and how he's brought um, a very tangible and physical aspect of healing into my life. And now that I'm able to share that with other people through Hope Reclaimed is just amazing and powerful. And I'm so, so incredibly grateful. I am now remarried. Um, I'm remarried to an amazing man named Austin and he is also divorced. And we just have a, a passion for encouraging men and women who are healing from heartbreak, whether it's like I said, divorce or, or whatever, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing that's too big for Jesus's healing power. Wow. What a beautiful story of redemption. Really, and how beautiful that you've turned it into something that is now your passion, hope reclaimed. So you have started this this ministry of yours, mm-hmm. um, and it helps others get through um, divorce and betrayal, and 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 take back that hope and take back those places. Um, we've talked about it, but you've developed a, a reclaiming process, so to speak, mm-hmm. on how you um, and you talked about it, but um, and you work through that with your clients. Can you walk us through a little bit of that process? And then um, we'll go into some steps that individuals can take to start with that process. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I do find that not everyone's like me, where you make a list and you go to over 200 places to reclaim them. Not everyone needs to go to that extreme. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what God gave you. <laughs> it was also, like I said, a little bit extreme. This looks different for each person. This is this is this is going to look different for for one person than it is for somebody else. But I do believe that making a list of these pain points in our lives is a is a tangible way of saying these are the things that the Lord is willing and able to bring healing to. So I think of these pain points like um let's say our back hurts. We have a we have some back pain. You know, we, you wake up in the morning and you're like, "Ooh, something is off. Something is out of alignment." And you're you're going to need to maybe not do that workout that you were planning on doing. Maybe you can't quite bend over in the in the way that you usually can because your back hurts, and that's not okay, right? Um, back pain is an indicator that something is going on. That that pain is an indicator that. Maybe you're out of alignment. Maybe you need to go to the chiropractor. Maybe you need to do some sort of stretching to do that, to, to realign something. Um, and I believe that the pain in our heart can be kind of associated in the same way. We can think, 
something's out of alignment here. Something hurts. And my heart hurts a little bit more when that song comes on the radio. My heart hurts a little bit more when I see that picture. Um, And that can be one of those pain points that we can add to our list. So for me, reclaiming is identifying the pain. First, we have to notice that pain is in our heart, (laughs) Um, whether that's from a divorce or um, a broken relationship in a family or the loss of a job, trauma in our past. We may have some association and some pain point that we can say, this needs to be healed and God actually wants to heal it. And so putting it on a list in a way can be a powerful way of saying, thank you, Lord, for for these tangible things that are here that you actually want to heal. And then God is asking us to do something with them, I think. Um, If we want to go back to the the back pain analogy, what is God asking us to do to heal and stretch out that back pain? Maybe it is to to foam roll or to go to the chiropractor or or to to do some stretching or whatever, um, or just to rest, to just lay back and rest. Um, that pain can be healed, um, but it's not always going to just happen by medicating or avoiding it. Um, sometimes he's inviting us to exercise it in a way. And for me, that looked like actually going back to those places that reminded me of my ex-husband and to talk about them. So with reclaiming, I, I believe in the power of talking about it, of, of going back to those restaurants. I mean, obviously we're in COVID, so it's is a little bit hard right now, <laughs> but it can be done with abstract objects. I always brought people with me. I always wanted to talk about it with somebody else. Um, and to say, this is the, you know, this is the song that we danced to at our wedding. This was the experience that we had with it. We listened to this song while we were dating and he would play, you know, he had the CD in his car and we would always listen to this song on road trips or, you know, whatever it is, this was the, the TV show that we would binge (laughs) and to talk about it with somebody else and then make a new memory. God wants to bring newness into the things that hold pain. Um, So if we're going back to a restaurant or going back to a park that we have a memory, uh, we, we can remember how we stepped into that place. We went back to it to create a new memory. I I can remember 200 places and things that I now can remember and say, I'm no longer living in pain. And that's where I stepped in. And I said, I'm not going to let fear hold me back anymore. I'm not frequenting those 200 places all the time anymore. And that's totally okay. Those don't have to be a part of my everyday life. But some of them are. (laughs) Some of them I do go back to. But others of them, I can just say, I'm 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 no I don't have that painful association anymore because I remember that time that I stepped in and God met me there. And that's what reclaiming is all about. It's stepping back into those places to receive the healing that the Lord has for us and making a new memory and working out that back pain, that heart pain that's associated with the place. And um, I believe that that's, it's possible to do it individually. You can do it on your own. Um, but what I love doing is walking with people through this to help them create their list of these painful points. And then 
And then going through reclaiming journeys and experiences with them, whether that's individually, whether that's physically, or whether that's abstract, talking about a picture or a memory that's bringing up some pain. This is doing your own kind of exposure therapy. And it's a powerful way of receiving healing that that Jesus absolutely has for us. Wow. So good. So as you were talking through that, um, me being the person on the other end as the listener, Mm -hmm. what can the listener do? Because as you were talking through it, I was trying to put my myself in the place of your family and friends. And what what is it that someone um, who's in that position should say, maybe not say, do, or maybe not do? Yeah. So this is the person that's there to support the person reclaiming. Correct. Yep. So that's a fun person to be. I love being that person. I call them reclaiming buddies because they're there to help this person and encourage them in this process of reclaiming. So this person um, who's helping can can push and prod a little bit in a healthy way of asking, why does this place or why does this thing hurt you? What is it about this thing that makes you need to reclaim it? To actually open it up and say, let's not avoid it anymore. The whole process of this is to step into the pain. So let's actually step in and let's talk about these painful memories. But to be there as a support, as an encouragement to say, oh my gosh, you are amazing. The fact that you are remembering this as you're going through something so hard is powerful. So so being an encouragement, but then a healthy challenger is a really important role <laughs> to not just be there to coddle. Far too many people, and I've talked with many of these people who are there supporting people experiencing grief or experiencing a divorce, are there to offer a, quote, helpful hand in providing booze, (laughs) providing alcohol and avoidance. Um, And I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying um, an adult beverage now and again if (laughs) if you're of age. However, that there comes, there comes a point where that becomes uh, self-medication and it isn't helpful. Mm -hmm. So, so just knowing what your friend needs, knowing what support they actually need. Um, often they need to stop avoiding, um, 100% we need to sit in our pain. If you've just discovered an affair, if you're, if you're in, you know, in the middle of a crisis, you got to sit in your pain. Absolutely. But if you've been removed enough from it, the Lord is often asking us to step in and and um, begin to take steps. And being a supportive friend can can really help that person do that by asking questions, getting them to um, to open up a little bit about some of these painful painful things. And then also just have fun. <laughs> being being a consistent friend in a time of crisis can be really really powerful of saying, Hey, I know you're probably alone right now. I hope you're doing okay. I'm, I'm here for you. Let's, let's FaceTime or let's whatever, whatever it might be. It's good to know. It's good to know that you can lean in a little bit and challenge them. I think I took a class once and they talked about conflict and how, Mm. you know, um, usually um, unless you're built a certain way, most people view conflict as something that's a bad thing. And they wrote down, we wrote down as the class, the pros and cons of conflict. And it was so very apparent that conflict was 
on the pro side, how it was so good mm. because you addressed so many different things. And at the end, actually, when you were talking about the relationship aspect, you were bonded more with that individual because yes. you had gone through something together. You've gone through this conflict together, even if you know you were on opposite ends. Um, you ended up being just united a little bit more. And and so that just reminds me of that. Like, you know, um, because I feel like I would fall into the nurturing a little bit more just because if yeah. I haven't in situations where I haven't gone through them before, mm -hmm. I have a tough time supporting the way I believe I should support because um, I just haven't been through that before. So I don't feel like I'm qualified yeah. enough, but I think with this, that's not the case. It's just there to be supporting your friend and, and ask them to face things head on in a loving way and ask those questions and, and, and help them work through it. So that that's just, it's, it's a good thing to know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do want to say too, that may not be a welcome thing from your friend going through something hard if you haven't established that you are a safe person. Um, so if you haven't established with your friend who's maybe going through a divorce or just lost a spouse, if they don't know that you're willing to listen and be a supportive person without offering advice, <laughs> um, then they're probably not going to hear you when you offer or want to reclaim with them. They may not know that reclaiming is something that is possible for them. Then offering that as a suggestion may not be welcome because of that, um, the painful experience that they've gone through. Trust might be a huge issue. It was a huge issue for me because I had just lost the person that was closest to me. So bringing somebody in to be vulnerable with this um, I needed to know that this person, that these people that were helping me reclaim was actually a safe thing to do. So if you actively know somebody who is going through heartbreak, establish yourself as a safe person first and establish a good, positive relationship with them and say, I'm going to support you no matter what. And I'm, I'm just going to sit here with you in your pain. And then that may give you an open invitation later to do some healthy challenge. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Thank you for that clarification. So build that relationship, become that safe place. And then if there's opportunity, then go in there and, yeah. and start to push a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for those who um, aren't ready, if it's too fresh, like if mm -hmm. the pain is just too fresh and they're listening to this right now and they're, there's like, no way can I start to do mm -hmm. that. Yep. Do you have any advice for them? Anything that they can start to think about or to work on right now that can eventually lead them to the, the process of reclaiming? Absolutely. Um, the best advice that I can give is probably the most churchy advice that you'll receive, which is which is go to Jesus. Um, and I know that that's so much, it's just easier said than done because it's so hard to know how to do that when you're, when you're going through it, especially if you haven't had a solid relationship with the Lord. But the Bible says that he is near the brokenhearted, that he is close to those that are crushed in spirit and, and that he has come to bind up the brokenhearted. Um, I love that verse in Isaiah 61. He says it, that he has come to bind up the brokenhearted, which, which means to almost swaddle the heart of those broken pieces of our hearts. And that is 100% what Jesus did for me. I was, I had a powerful experience with him in my car, 
just right after I discovered my ex-husband's affair and and I was I was just driving because I didn't know what to do. I couldn't sleep. So I just drove and the Lord was sitting with me in my car. And what God does in those moments is that he doesn't push us. He doesn't say, go out and reclaim, go out and do these things, go out and make your list. He doesn't do that because when we're sitting in our pain, he says, daughter, I know what this is like. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry for what you've gone through. That is what the Lord says. That's what he's speaking over us in our pain. So to respond and weep with the Lord and weep with him, trust that he is near the brokenhearted. You may not feel it. You may not feel like your heart is healed or healing because it's so raw and it's so real and it hurts so much. But, um, but the word is true. He is near the brokenhearted. Um, so that would be my first piece of advice is go to Jesus, um, draw near to him right now, and then get support, get support from other people. I would encourage you to, um, to seek out professional help through a licensed therapist, a counselor. Um, there's amazing resources over um, virtual counseling and therapy. That was one of the number one things that I did. I found a psychotherapist right away, and it was the most important thing for me <laughs> to just get some help. Um, but then to find some help from somebody else. And if you don't have a good support system, Hope Reclaimed has a free support group for women healing from divorce and infidelity. Um, and we meet virtually once a month. And so I would love um, divorce or infidelity. So if you haven't experienced infidelity, you can still come. <laughs> but um, but there are groups for, for women who and men who are healing from the, this type of pain that can be a really powerful way of getting support and moving forward. And before you even start reclaiming, before you start doing anything or making any decisions, you got to sit in your pain for a little bit. And it's good to do that with Jesus. And it's good to do that with other people too, to just know that you're not alone and that um, there is hope for what you're experiencing. Thank you so much, Ellie. Like you bring a message of hope to the listeners. You know, you you have this, this true story of redemption God's just brought that story that of where you were just sitting in that pain and couldn't see far beyond that. And now just look at where he's brought you to just a beautiful relationship with him, um, an amazing husband, and just this, this ministry that you can now um, bring to women and men and then help them sit through their pain. It truly is like a story of redemption. And um, just thank you so much for sharing what you are doing, what you've been through. Um, I am sure that our listeners would love um, to get to know you more and more about Hope Reclaims. So if you could let us know, you know, where they can find you. And then also, you know, if there's any programs, you know, that are offered um, on the website um, or that you're running right now, let us know because we, um, we want to know. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I do, I do just want to say that this is not at all by my strength. This is totally Jesus. This is totally him. Um, that the healing that he has done in my heart is, is not at all through some clever act of reclaiming, um, but it's really through his redemptive power. 
So yes, I have um, hopereclaimedministries.com is my website, Hope Reclaimed, um, not Hope Reclaim, Hope Reclaimed <laughs> Ministries.com. We kind of just like uh, just sort of ease over that ED. So sometimes people miss that. Um, and I'm also found on Instagram. I love hanging out over there. And it's at hope underscore reclaimed. Um, I have a podcast and um I, that I just love. Um, Erica is going to be featured on my podcast here in a little bit, which is very fun. So you can find my podcast um, at um, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's called Hope Reclaimed. So it should be easy to find. Um, like I said, I have a free support group style um, Christian support group for women who are healing from divorce or marital separation. And that is um, the Reclaimed Community. So if you're interested in that, if you need to find out if this is a, a good place for you, um, we have these virtual gatherings that are monthly and there are Zoom calls um, where you can share your story and then also hear stories and testimonies from other women who are healing and who have healed from divorce. I have a Facebook group that is also free, and that's for people who are healing from heartbreak, um, women who are healing from heartbreak. So divorce, trauma, bad breakups, and loss, that is also a free place for you to gather and and um, share your story and share resources. And I have a um, intensive that is um, a place for women who are needing a little extra or wanting a little extra encouragement and coaching. Um, so with that, I have um, group and individual coaching programs for women who are stepping through these reclaiming processes. And um, I'm in the middle of a group right now, which is great. Um, but if you're looking for some, a little extra encouragement as well, I have an online course called healing from divorce. And we are talking on that course. It's eight weeks, all about reclaiming different aspects of our life after healing from divorce. So you can find that on my website, hopereclaimedministries.com. Wow. So many, so many resources and goodies. <laughs> Hope it wasn't too much. Yeah, that sounded like a lot. I talked for like a long time. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. People who are going through things like this definitely need those resources. So yeah, head over to hopereclaim.com and connect with Ellie on the those social networks. And thank you so much, Ellie. Just really appreciate being able to walk through this journey with you and in life with you. And um, just thank you so much. And we will connect again. Absolutely, Erica. I just love what you're doing. I love, um, I just love your heart for for this business and for this podcast, bringing these stories of hope to people. We all need to be doing this. Sharing the power of testimony is so powerful. To say other people have gone through something hard, so God's going to lead me through what I'm going through. So keep keep doing it. Keep sharing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're just you're just the best. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen to, to that story of hope. But yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations to saying yes to yourself. Fill it up your cup, feed in your soul. If you want more, head over to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the goodies mentioned in today's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep you faith inspired.